T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hour number two to get right with Reggie KG on 105. Three the fan, Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. That's right. My man Alec Meth for holding it down for you here on your Turn It On. Leave it on station 105. Three the fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers at Kevin Gray Sports at Reg Atatula. One to know Texas Rangers. That's right. Respect. That's right. The undefeated mm. Texas Rangers. Sounds so sweet. At Alec on the radio on Twitter. And ode to Major League Baseball's opening day, the best that was around Major League Baseball. We'll get to that here in just a moment as your Rangers got it done over the defending National League champion, Philadelphia Phillies, 11-7 to today. What happened? I said raining. Raining. It's, it's a personal thing. I know. It's just a personal do, thing Do whatever. I apologize. I shouldn't be. Well, guess what? The Rangers beat them. Sure did. They beat them today. Scoring nine runs in the fourth inning. Robbie Grossman, three-run home run. A lot of fun today for your Texas Rangers. Didn't feel like it was going to be that way after getting down 4 nothing to start off the game. But at the same time, uh, actually 5 nothing um, at the top of the fourth. But nine runs in the fourth inning allow the Rangers to get an 11-7 win on opening day. Shout out to Cole Reagans. Light work. Big win for him today. <laughs> Pitched the third of an inning. Guess what he did? Got a dub. Got a dub. Yeah, uh, first of all, <laughs> because I thought that uh, Dane Dunning was getting warm. And so when they went to the pen and then Reagan's walked out, I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen Reagan's in the flesh. So I was like, who is this dude with his mustache? Because that is not Dane Dunning. I know what Dane Dunning looks like. Mm-hmm, I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm, Cole mm-hmm. Reagan's. Let's see how this works. Not as well as I wanted it to, but hey, he gets a W for his effort. So shout out to Cole Reagan's. My man Cole Reagan's threw a grand total today, Medford, of – one, two, three, four, five pitches. You love to see it. You do love to see it. <laughs> it got the win today. Uh, MVP of the bullpen today for me, though, Brock Burke. Two innings, uh, gave up a run, but was very good. Three strikeouts in his two innings of work as he helped the Rangers in that bullpen be able to hang on to things late in the ball game. We'll have more Rangers conversation coming up here in about 15 minutes. Kennedy Landry of MLB.com, she's going to join us. Uh, to recap what was a terrific day for your Texas Rangers at Globe Life Field. There was some solid pitching for the Rangers in this game, but this this game was about offense. Now, around the league, mm-hmm. there was some pitching performances, bro. Woo. There was, and we'll get to some of that here in just a moment. Uh, but I do want to remind people that the American League's MVP, he resides in New York, and cut 11 he was back at it today, showing San Francisco what they missed out on. Take a listen. That one's driven to center field and deep. Yastrzemski back, still back, on the track, at the wall. See ya. He picks up where he left off. A home run for Judge. 
one-nothing Yanks. Michael Kay on the call, of course, for the Yes Network. Garrett Cole goes six innings. Doesn't give up a single run. Gets some run support from Aaron Judge. Garrett Cole struck out 11 today as the Yankees get the win 5-0 over the San Francisco Giants. Talking about some of that pitching that we saw today. Yeah, and uh, Medford, you mentioned uh, on the other side of that, as you, you were saying, it was Yankees versus the um, San Francisco Giants. Who was on the who's on the bump for the Giants there, Medford? One Logan Webb going six innings, allowing four hits, four earned runs, but twelve strikeouts. <laughs> twelve. Right, yeah. like the dude dudes were doing work even in losses. But no, Garrett Cole. Um I'm gonna say how I said it on Twitter. Seems like this guy could play a little baseball. Uh <laughs> like to put it lightly. No, no, it was fascinating seeing him work. And that was the first game of the day. That's right. For opening day, and it, it, it did not disappoint. One thing I noticed, because I know we could talk about this with the Rangers and a few other games where there was a lot of scoring, and they're like, ha-ha, uh, whatever your name is, Commissioner of Baseball, right? I forgot Rob Manfred. Name. There it is. It came back. Who was Rob on the Manfred. broadcast today? He was, and That's I was right. like, why is his face in front of me right now? Um, Rob Manfred. <laughs> and like people were like, see, you wanted these games to go faster, and here you got to go with a, like a Ranger game like three hours. But I was like, actually, he still wins here. Because you know what was the difference here? The pace. Like, it it, it's not necessarily the idea of shorter games, which would be obviously nice in this part of this. It's the pace of the game. And there was activity going on. You had constant flow of the game. And you saw that also, I, at least I did, when I was watching this Yankees-Giants game. On top of that, I wonder if that judge, uh, one of the judge home runs, or the judge home run was in part because, hey, man, they're having to move quicker, which means you're, you're open up to some mistakes, man. Like, Trying to get up there and execute your pitches, you can't take a time, take a little time to stop and like reevaluate. You just got to throw them out there. And sometimes someone like an Aaron Judge will send that the other way. It was a historic day for the Baltimore Orioles. That's because Adley Rutschman had himself a hell of a day at the plate, including this home run here. Orioles, one of the best teams in the American League with him. They get a full season of him now. They get a full swing from him now. It's in the right field. It's a home run. His first opening day swing. Adley Rutschman puts the Orioles on the board in the new season with a home run at Fenway Park. Adley Rutschman had an historic day today as the Baltimore Orioles got the win 10-9 over the Boston Red Sox. My man today went Five for five at the plate with four RBIs, becoming the first player since 1937 to go five for five or better with a home run on opening day and the first catcher with five hits on opening day since at least 1900, according to ESPN Stats and Info. Is that good? Uh, Not bad. (laughs) Not bad at all. Now, Adley Rushman, in addition to being just like a giant human being, he's easily one of the young stars of this game. And it's kind of amazing that he's in Baltimore um, because Baltimore has been kind of woeful. And it looks like they're just going to be like, hey, get on my very large catching back and we will do these things. Dog, his his, uh, OPS right now, 2.6. Like, uh, 2, I don't know what the right uh, nomenclature is, but. Like 2,600, right? Whatever, however the right way to say it. It's really high. Really high, guys. That's what I want you to know, right? I can't say it properly. 2.600. Like, that is the OPS. It is incredible. Um, You know, I'm fascinated. I got to remember, like, as I have the MLB TV this year, hey, man, check in on what Adley Rushman is doing at any time. Speaking of incredible, 
O'Neal Cruz today for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Another Hello. young cat. Hello. Until I went to There's zero. a drive to right field. This is going to tie the game. How about an opening day Cruz missile on a 3-2 pitch? O'Neal Cruz ties it at one. Yep. Check the watch. <laughs> I, and another young cat, man. What? One thing about this, because I didn't. This is one of the games that I didn't watch. I tried to watch as many of these games as I could. Um, the Pirates apparently are have won like their last eight meetings with the Reds. That's crazy. Um, by the way, that O'Neill Cruz home run. So my man Medford let me know. My man turned around a 101 mile an hour fastball to an exit velo of 111. Yep. I mean, is, what? Isn't that how that works sometimes, though? Like, the harder that it comes in, like, the more it's going to bounce out in some ways. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you still got to put some power into Turn it. Turn it around 101 with a 111 exit velo. I mean, that's get, crazy. Getting on to that is, is, is always <laughs> fascinating to me. Just getting on to 101. Oh, boy. The kids are all right, man. There's, there's some good young guys in this game, and we talked about two of them just now. Uh, and a highlight that won't make, uh, you know, Jared Sandler too happily too happy. Apparently a good one in a wild back and forth game between the Cubs and the Cardinals, thanks to Nolan Arenado and what he did in the bottom of the eighth. Swing drive down the left field line. Fair ball. Two runs will score. Arenado is on his way to second. They pitch to him and pay in the Cardinals lead. That's Chip Carey on the call, isn't it? He's doing Cardinals baseball these days. Uh, for Valley. But yeah, Nolan Arenado and the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm sorry, that was the Blue Jays. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Blue Jays. I'm sorry. I said the Cubs. I'm sorry. Um, but they go on to lose that game. Blue Jays get the 10 9 win today. Uh, despite, Another high score. <laughs> that's right. Despite uh, Nolan Arenado's, um, you know, theatrics in the bottom of the eighth. But yeah, the Blue Jays get the road win. Uh, 10 runs on 19 hits today in St. Louis. So Blue Jays get the 10 9 win on the road over the Cardinals. By the way, the Pirates went on to win that game today as well, 5-4 over Cincinnati. Uh, I was mentioning earlier that I'm wondering if the, you know, the uh, incredible amount of runs that we had in some of these games is going to be something that remains. If maybe that's, if there's some factor, maybe the rule change or something Mm -hmm. like that that has induced some of this, or if this is kind of just a opening day, anything can happen you know, search. I'm, I'm really interested in kind of following that, but oof, it's been fun to watch these games, whether they are, you know, pitching duels or, you know, these high scoring affairs. But I didn't really, I can't really look at any of these ones on the docket and go, yo, there was one that I found to be entirely uninteresting. Tampa Bay gets the four nothing win at home over the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Mr. McClanahan went six innings, six strikeouts. Shane McClanahan. Yeah, he was cooking. Yeah, he was good today. Shout out to my ace for a generic baseball team. That is indeed oh, my fantasy baseball team. That nobody how did cares you about. do today with your first? I had Shane McClanahan. We cooking, man. What you mean? <laughs> okay. The I young was... cat was the, and he like this was expected of him, but he is going to be a name that you need to reckon with as a pitcher. The Rays do this, right? Like the Rays are great at developing pitching. The problem is for like fans in Tampa. Uh, as soon as you know that they're really, really good. They out the door. Yeah, be prepared for him to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Them cats is flying elsewhere for the money. Uh, but, yeah, the Rays get the win today. Right now, the Astros up one nothing in the top of the eighth as they are taking on the Chicago White Sox. 
Meanwhile, later action later on tonight, you've got the Rockies and the Padres. Before you move on, did you mm-hmm. realize Elvis Andrews was on the White Sox? Because I didn't realize this I until earlier today yeah. when I saw a White Sox tweet for some reason, and it had him on the graphic, and I was like, hold on, wait. Oh, it's it's the ones, it's um the players who are approaching a career 100 home runs, I think, if I remember correctly. And I was just like, wait, what? What, what is happening here? Yeah, I have forgotten that he was uh, a member of the White Sox. But, yes, he is a member of the White it's Sox. It's a very weird feeling. It it's is. a very odd feeling. Uh, the Braves get the 7-2 win over the Washington Nationals today. Uh, action that will take place later on this evening. You have the Rockies visiting the Padres. You want to talk about a team, one of the most anticipated teams to watch this Major League Baseball season, the San Diego Padres, with all the stars in the lineup. Remember... Fernando Tatis is back for this team. Yes. You still got Manny Machado there. Correct. Oh, and oh, by the way, some cat named Juan Soto plays for the San Diego Padres. That's right. (laughs) You Darvish should be getting himself together here soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a team that's going to be a lot of fun to watch throughout the course of the season. You've got Shohei Otani coming fresh off his Team Japan win in the World Baseball Classic. They are on the road to take on the Oakland Athletics. So, you know, one thing that's going to happen, though. One of these teams in the AOS going to lose, and I will take I will enjoy my time laughing at them for this one day, right? Like I I don't know if you get to do the or if you enjoy doing the overreaction of like the oh you are zero and one, wow you stink, <laughs> or the one and zero first in the division baby. Shout out to the Texas Rangers. That's right, I enjoy doing that. It's very stupid. It lasts for a day. I by, enjoy it. By the way, I put my money on the uh, the Angels, you know, losing because that's what they do, even though they got the two best players in the world. On their squad. It is the A's, though. I mean, stranger things have happened. Diamondbacks at Dodgers. Another team that's going to be a ton of fun to watch uh, this year. The Dodgers getting a visit from the Arizona Diamondbacks. They got all the star power, too, even though they saw all the departures of, namely, uh, Trey Turner, who, of course, is a member now of the Philadelphia Phillies, but still a lot of stars in Los Angeles to go around for the Dodgers. Yeah, really interested to see how they managed to deal with all the loss that they had. They definitely had a lot of talent go out, but we understand the Dodgers keep that thing stocked, right? And they still got Mookie. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what that team looks like. And, again, it's 101-162. It's kind of funny balancing that out because it's such a big day and it has a lot of emotion. Man, people were weeping leading up to opening day for the Rangers. And I understand where that sentiment comes from. But at the same time, there is kind of the balance of, okay, once you get through it, that was one, 161 to go. And so, like, (laughs) it's a long season. (laughs) I'm interested to not take too much from some of these things, but also hopefully get some hints of what is to come in this baseball season. Uh, Also, finally tonight, you have the Guardians, not of the Galaxy, but the Guardians of Cleveland. (laughs) Taking on, do you see what I did there? Uh, I definitely did. Taking on the Seattle Mariners. One of my favorite players to watch this upcoming season. Julio? Julio Rodriguez. I'm also excited for that. I wouldn't be surprised if I went went 30-30 this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I expect that for him to be a 30-30 guy. Do we need to do like a baseball expectation segment here? At some point, yeah. Just kind of like prepare ourselves? Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's the get right. Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Kennedy Landry of MLB.com recapping what was a fun day at Globe Life Field for your Texas Rangers. We do that next on your home of the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. It's to get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Alec Meth for holding it down for you here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Also on Twitch. 
twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam, and on YouTube. Search 105 Through the Fan on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button while you're there, and you can check out any of our videos anytime on demand. Coming up here in about 16 minutes, the Kings have done something they haven't done since 2006. So we'll remember what happened in 2006 and laugh at it. <laughs> right now, though, on the Diamond Factory Hotline, we welcome in Texas Rangers beat writer for MajorLeagueBaseball.com. Proud LSU Tiger who's going to see her uh, Lady Tigers in Dallas playing in the Final Is Four. She, she's, gonna, she's, she's, on, she's working now, which means she's traveling across the nation covering the baseball team. Well, let's ask her. Kennedy Landry joining us here on the Get Right. Kennedy, will you be in the house this weekend to watch your LSU Tigers try to play for a national championship? Yes, sir. Day after opening day, the Rangers have off, so I will make my way over to AAC to see the Lady Tigers, and hopefully they can win the Final Four against Virginia Tech and get to the national championship game. I won't be able to go to the national championship game if they make it, but I'll take a Final Four. In your face, Reg. In my face, absolutely. I'm happy that you'll get to be there. We'll be here doing radio, unfortunately. (laughs) I know. We're going to have the games on, though. We're definitely going to I will be rooting for your LSU Tigers. I don't know about KG, though. He's a little bit of a hater. I'm, I'm not a hater. Angel Reese, you can't not you can't root against Angel Reese. I'll say it. That's true. Uh, that is very true. Both Lil Angel and Mama Angel. That, that's right. That's right. But uh, uh, be- <laughs> before we get to the Rangers, real quick, Kim Mulkey got to you know quit you know the the flamingo you know <laughs> outfit right. We got to find something a little different instead of you know trying to pick out you know the animals at the zoo and wearing that. Is that what we're doing here? I mean, I, I respect her boldness. I'll say that. Okay. All right. That was a very good answer. It's very diplomatic. It very yes, very much so. Okay. <laughs> It's okay. We'll say it. She was looking crazy. Um, but great basketball coach. Fantastic. Fantastic basketball, basketball coach. Uh, what can we say about Bruce Bochy and his ability mm, to like coach what you did there. with the Rangers? One of the things that I, I've had a I had a question about was his outfield decision because obviously Bubba Thompson seemed to fit like the profile that Leody Tavares fit, who would, probably would have been your starting center fielder, and he did not start. W- did you get any idea on what the thought process was there, moving Robbie Grossman to right field and then having the platoon at left? Yeah, I think I was also shocked that Bubba Thompson didn't get the opening day start in center field. Obviously, Adolis Garcia is a very good center fielder, but that kind of reshuffled the whole configuration. But uh, Bruce Boshi is very big with riding the hot hand at the plate. Bubba had a, a rough last week or so stretch of spring training at the plate. He's a phenomenal outfielder. I think he could win a gold glove if he plays enough games, but he's got to be able to make more contact and really quality contact at the plate to get everyday rest right there. So you saw he was late inning defensive replacement. He made a great uh, leaping catch at the wall to rob a home run. Uh, but especially if he wants to start, if he's going to be able to start, he does need to begin making some more contact at the plate. So hopefully within the next few weeks, we can see that from him and maybe even throughout the whole season. Well, I am the unofficial president of the uh, Bubba Thompson uh, fan club, and I want Bubba to cook all season long. So good start for my man, redeeming <laughs> himself uh, with the catch that he made. Uh, in the game just before we get to the game itself specifically what was the vibe and the atmosphere like for what has been what was one of the more anticipated starts to a season for the Texas Rangers in quite some time with Jacob DeGrom taking the mound what was the overall vibe and feeling like at Globe Life Field today yeah it was exciting obviously especially this ballpark has not really seen such a a hyped opening day since it opened you had you know two back-to-back COVID affected seasons Last year, you had the lockout, you had a pushback opening day and all these things. And I don't know, it feels like after those, those two big spinning off seasons, the Rangers uh, Rangers fans came into Globe Life Field really 
ready to blow the roof off. You can see in, in the pregame with the ceremonies and all the presentations and everything, just Jacob deGrom takes the mound and everybody went insane. Uh, it was a, it's the kind of environment that Texas wants to build here that you haven't really seen because you haven't seen in October in Texas in almost a decade. So it felt like that kind of thing that we can see in October if this team makes it that far. We're talking to Kennedy Landry. She covers the Rangers for MLB.com. And Kennedy, we came into this game expecting a pitcher's duel between Aaron Nola and Jacob deGrom, and we got an offensive uh, firepower race of sorts. Um, it didn't feel like uh, DeGrom did, particularly did anything wrong. It seemed like he was spining well. He had really you know, really good stuff. He just kind of got hit. Aaron Nola at times maybe seemed like he didn't have great command. But w- what happened with these two pitchers? Was it just kind of one of those things where the batters were better? Yeah, I think it was just one of those days for both of these guys. Jacob DeGrom talked like he didn't feel like he was making adjustments as he needed to. He felt like, especially early on, he was hitting his spots. But as, as the game went on, it, even it was a little bit of bad luck. We had a couple of, like, loop singles in the right field and that right field is really hard to defend that's why Adolis Garcia is so good at it uh he does so much well out there and he knows the you know intricacies of this ballpark that Robbie Grossman I think kind of struggled with in his first game out there uh but it's a lot of bloop singles in the right field some things that are on the line that you know Nathaniel Lowe just couldn't dive towards uh so I think it, it's a it wasn't a bad outing I think the numbers are much worse than it actually looked like I mean he looks healthy. I think that's the biggest thing with Jacob DeGrom. I mean, he came in, he was pumping 100. He got seven strikeouts in just over three innings. You can't really be entirely too mad about that. And uh, Aaron Nola, he, he no hit the Rangers through three innings. The first time through the order, uh, it looked like he had their number. And then the Rangers just hopped on top of him in that, the top of the bottom of the fourth inning. And it was, you know, rolling from there. So I think, you know, these two offenses, uh, these two teams really do have, like, elite level rotations but the offenses came to play today and we all saw that Kennedy what about this offense that you could say an offense today that scored 11 runs Robbie Grossman three run home run himself an explosion in the fourth inning with those nine runs this is a team that was able to pick up its starter today and Jacob deGrom talk about this offense today and what your observations were of what they were able to do yeah, I think I said all spring training, and maybe even on your guys' show, that I felt this offense was much better than people were giving it credit for. Uh, you have those you know, heavy hitters at the top with Seager, Simeon, Lowe, Garcia, and then even as you get down through the bottom, Jonah Heim, Robbie Grossman, like you said, Josh Young could put himself in the rookie of the year race if he gets going at the plate. There's a lot that the Rangers can do, and it's much deeper than I think anybody outside of the Rangers organization is talking about. And you saw that today. They sent 11 hitters to the plate in that fourth inning, and then they added – more runs throughout the game after that that nine-run fourth inning. So I think, you know, they did pick up Jacob deGrom today. Uh, They won't have to do that often because he's Jacob deGrom. Uh, But it showed that his team is really well-rounded and it's much better, I think, on both sides of the ball than anybody kind of expected. So Landry, or Kennedy, I almost called you Landry, that's weird. Uh, (laughs) Kennedy, last season this team won 60-something games, but you look at their Pythagorean record, and they, in theory they should have won 77. What was the difference in, you know, losing those games for the Rangers last year uh, and that maybe gives them hope in this season to have a significantly better record, maybe more than simply just an 8- or 10-game jump that you might expect uh, season to season? Well, I think mathematically, you're not going to lose that many one-run games again. I just think it's almost physically impossible for that to happen. Uh, But even just looking back on how these games were lost, it was, you know, defensive uh, fundamentals. It was bullpens. It was uh, the bullpen being taxed because the starters were going four and five innings instead of seven and eight, like these 
uh, starters should be able to do this year. So I think it was really a combination of a lot of things that led to so many run-run losses that they had last year that should really be able to be remedied fairly quickly this season. Uh, with Again, there's an improved defense. The outfield is really probably one of the best defensive outfields that we've seen in Texas recently. And the starting pitchers, I mean, they're so strikeout heavy that you don't even really need to play that, uh, make that many plays in the field anyway. So, again, I think it's, again, mathematically impossible to lose as many run-run games again, but things should fall more their way this year than they did last. And obviously now taking on the Philadelphia Phillies, getting a win today, and now going forward here, as you start to look at this team, what's the one thing that concerns you most about today based on a day that was a lot of fun at the ballpark for what the Rangers did? Oh, well, I mean, I, I, the instinct is to say Jacob deGrom, but he's Jacob deGrom, and I don't think I'm really worried about that. Um, I think maybe when you get deeper into the bullpen, you might have some issues. I think Jose Leclerc, he got the first chance of the save today. He did it, but he did give up a hit and a walk, which is not exactly something you want from your closer. So I don't think he's going to be the closer in name specifically going forward. But And I think a few different guys like Jonathan Hernandez, Will Smith, even Ian Kennedy will get chances at higher leverage situations. But I do think that closer situation is something that would concern me going forward this season. Can you bring this back around? Because I do want to bring back to, to Bochi. What were his sentiments after the game? Because I always find it interesting to see the places where a manager who knows what was supposed to happen and knows the team fairly well, where their eye goes. Was there anything that you caught your attention about Bochi's postgame availability? I mean, no. He was uh, very honest in his assessment that Jacob wasn't as sharp as he normally is, as everybody expects him to be day in and day out. And the the offense just took a little while to get going, but everybody, you know, they did what you expect these guys in this lineup to do. Um, I don't think anything Boshi said in this game really shocked me by any means. I think more than anything, he was excited to be on the field again. He took three years off and he you know, got a win in his first game back in a new team and as a new manager of this, you know, team that has high expectations, I guess you'd say. So, I don't think anything that Boshi said post game really shocked me. He was uh, more affirming the same the same things I was seeing during the game. All right, before we let you go, Kennedy, your favorite Major League Baseball tradition, whether it be opening day throughout the season, what's your favorite MLB tradition that happens mm. normally on opening day, or just in general? Oh, I was talking about this earlier, and I know it's a it's a rough one this year, but my favorite opening day. Because tradition is when the reigning World Series champs wears the gold accent mm. uh, on opening day the following season. I think that's such a cool little thing that MLB does that no other sport does. Uh, it always makes all uniforms look better somehow. I just think the gold accents are great. Uh, everybody enjoys it, and I think it's really fun. And I would love if we could see those on a Rangers uniform someday. I'm yeah. a, I'm, I'll modify that real quick. We enjoy it when it's everyone but the Astros. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, Kennedy, we're we're about to talk about the playoff drought that the Kings just ended, which uh, that goes back to 2006. Mm. And as we're about to relive this, where were you in 2006? Can you give us a little bit of insight into 2006, Kennedy Landry? Um, 2006, I was in second grade. Uh, my family had just moved back. Uh, from evacuating from Katrina in 2005, moved back home to New Orleans. Uh, we got back to school and all that jazz. So I can't say I remember much about 2006. I definitely did not 
uh, remember the Kings in the playoffs in 2006. So I'm, I'm sorry if I made any li- listeners feel old right now. I've done that a few times today mm-hmm. with just everybody around the Rangers remembering my age. But that is where I was in 2006. I think you should go the other way. Don't don't you know apologize. Don't be apologetic. Be be uh, offensive with it. Just fla- flaunt this in <laughs> yeah, front of them. No, flaunt right. your youth. Yeah. <laughs> you can find her on Twitter at Ken Landry. She covers the Texas Rangers for MLB.com. Proud LSU Tiger, hoping that her Tigers handle business in the Final Four this weekend here in Dallas. She is Kennedy Landry. Kennedy, thank you so much for your time this evening. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Kennedy. Awesome. Thanks for having me, y'all. Go Tigers. There you go. Kennedy are good enough to join us here on the Get Right. Coming up next here on the Get Right, Reggie KG on 105 Through the Fan. Like I managed to manage, uh, let's mm-hmm. try it again. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned mm-hmm. to Kennedy, the Kings just broke a uh, playoff streak or drought, rather, mm-hmm. that goes back to 2006. Let's revisit 2006 next on the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. No. So get right. We're Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Attitude. What do you expect me to say to that? Alec Medford. I thought Medford at least backed me up. No. What was there to say? What was there to back up there? Just the fact that I knew the song. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Th- thank uh, you, Medford. Thank you. Don't know why, but I am. Because <laughs> he wanted because he clearly I wanted, wanted that validation. He that clearly I knew desired it so much. So you, here's the validation you ordered. There you thank go. You, thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. A little Imagine Dragons here on the uh the get right. Okay. <laughs> an ode to 2006 coming your way here in just a moment because the Sacramento Kings did something since 2006 that we're going to celebrate here from the 3-2-1. Don't do that, KG. Don't do that. That's right. That's right. Shout out to Mooney the Mayor. Apparently did some moving here recently. Hey, congratulations on the new crib. I saw that on Twitter, Mooney. Congratulations, my man. Congratulations, but also that stinks because you know what's never fun? Moving. Moving. <laughs> so, hey, man, glad to keep you company. Glad to keep all of you company wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And by the way, PSA Twitter. Whoa, hey, that's, hey. That, that energy was real aggressive. It is because y'all need to quit copywriting and blocking Mooney on Twitter. He's trying to out here pass on some good vibes with some good music. Quit blocking him on Twitter and locking up his account. Thanks, Elon. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, man, the Kings – on Wednesday, beat the Portland Trailblazers 120-80. to 80. Ooh, they dog-walked them. Um, <laughs> Much like how the Celtics did the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Yeah, Boston just beat Milwaukee 140-99. to 99. So, yeah, yeah, apparently dog-walking going around in the NBA right in this moment. But uh, the Kings did a little dog-walking to the Portland Trailblazers who have basically given up the ghost on this season. And what that did for the Kings is that clinched their first playoff berth since the 2005-2006 season. Woo! Celebrate good times. Come on. The Sacramento Kings lit the beam and all that things, right? Like the Kings. Light the beam. They have 46 wins since the first time, uh, for the first time since 2005, right? Like they, you know, um, have an offensive rating of 118.9, which is quite literally the best in NBA history, right? Like they're doing these things. Shout out to them. But we also going to appreciate the fact that they was the Kangs, not the Kings. They was the Kangs for 16 <laughs> years, right? So going back to 2006, text in. Let us know what you remember from your six, 2006. But I'm going to help you go back, KG, all right? We're going to help you travel back to 2006 and remember some things, okay? By the way, I was a freshman in college. Oh, that's uh, because you're 36. Hey, r- relax. Okay. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. 
I was a freshman. Kyle's a year. That's well, I wonder if you're in your freshman dorms, oh, yeah. you guys were playing the Nintendo Wii, which released in 2006. That's right. November 2006. Wow. The Nintendo Wii was released. How, oh, how you like that? How does that make you feel? The Wii is 17 years old. Yeah, man. We done gotten, what, two different iterations of Nintendo comps? By the way, Nintendo Wii, the last one that Nintendo could actually do what everybody would be happy about. Well, you know, <laughs> the, the Switch picked up. The Switch picked yeah, up. Let Switch me not say. Cool. But remember when Nintendo ran the game? Super Nintendo, to this, to this day, is the joint. I love Super Nintendo. Even the GameCube did a little bit of something. Mm. The Wii was cool, but then after that, we was like, we started to... We started today. King Griffey Jr.'s winning run on Super Nintendo, favorite game of all time. Oh, you was nice with that? Nice with it. All I did was play Home Run Derby. Never played a single Major League Baseball game on King Griffey Jr.'s uh, video game. Played Home Run Derby all the time. It's great. It's <laughs> you were great. like, I'm not here for the whole game. Home Run Derby all the time. I'm here for home runs. That's right. No doubles. That's right. No singles. No bunts. Home Run Derby. Home runs. All the uh, time. Shout out to Opie World, who in 06 graduated. I want to know from where. High school? <laughs> college? <laughs> Let's see how how we go there. Uh, Madden 07, Sean Alexander, that was fun in 06. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Um, Good call. Let's talk about uh, some other stuff. How about how about films? Uh, in November of 2006, Borat was brought to the world. <laughs> wow. Yeah, all the My Wife, all that, right? Yeah, <laughs> Borat for the which. Wow, what a film, right? I think I, I saw that. Well ahead of his time. I saw that. You know how in like high school, you might be in one of them classes where the teacher clearly was not being paid enough, and they were like, y'all got y'all, y'all time? I think I watched that on somebody's like iPod, um, whatever the picture ones, one, the ones that you could actually watch videos on. I watched that <laughs> on that, and I was like, what is this? Like, what is this that you are showing me? What was that called? The Shuffle? Might have been. No, that was it, a small I don't one. think it was a shot. No, no, no. The that Nano was the, 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 Nano was is, the real smile. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Let oh, me know. Truckwreck.com yeah. text line 877-881-1053. What a time that was. Uh, while we also talk about movies, best picture in 2006 was Crash. Have you ever watched Crash? I have. Oh, look. If you want to have yourself a, a sad night, go watch that. If you want to learn something about your society, go watch that. Crash is deep as hell and will have you fuming depending on how you feel about it, uh, at the end of the night watching that. Speaking yeah. of bad days, number one song uh, on the end of the year, top 100, hot 100 singles in 2006, Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Powder? I don't know how to say his name. But that's the had a bad day. Oh, Take a one down. oh yeah. Sing a sad song. What's Just wrong with you, man? For what you put your hands on your head for? Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm starting to remember this stuff. Yeah, that's the point. This is how you long it's been yeah. since the Kings have been to the playoffs. KG, don't do that. You were born? Don't do that. Oh. Don't do that. Okay. No, because I don't remember, like, anything before, like, six or, like, seven, eight. Like, it gets you foggy You done said then. about three different ages. Just I know. Like, that, that era. You caught the, that, too? Yeah. That, uh-huh. Like, like that uh-huh. three-year range, that's where it starts to get foggy for me. And now it's all starting to come back to me. The iPod Touch. Going on that and downloading, that's, that's yeah, it. That's yeah, downloading some of these and uh, taking it to a kindergarten as if I had any business having kindergarten. An iPod. Hold up, you was walking into hey, kindy with the iPod Touch. Here, here's the here's the catch. It was not mine. It was my father's. Oh, you it, stole it? No, he gave it to me because he had two. He had bought one for himself. Oh, see, this is the wealth. No, no, I see where you're getting from. No, he he saved up for months to get himself one, and then his company gave him one as an anniversary gift, and he was like, "Really? I just bought one." Well, shout so, out to Papa Medford. Yeah, so, so he gave me one. and That's nice. Yeah, and he taught me how to uh, rip songs off of YouTube. So 
Mm. <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> he set you on your career path real quick, didn't That's he? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used them skills to this day. To, to this, this day. day. Uh, speaking of YouTube, Google bought YouTube in 2006. You want to know how much they bought YouTube for? $1.65 billion in stock. Let's see. How much? I sound like light work now. How much is YouTube worth now? <laughs> Got to be what? $100 billion, Something like that. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What is happening? Oh, sorry. YouTube estimated to be worth over $180 billion last year in 2022. There you go. So there you go. Um, shout out to the 903 who said they graduated high school in May of 05, left for Navy boot camp in July, and was stationed in San Diego in 06. They remember Young Dro, best thing smoking coming out. Ooh. <laughs> also, what a great pull getting stationed in San Diego, right? Yeah, like, there's like a, a lot of places right you can get stationed in the armed forces, right? And there's some up, there's some down. San Diego definitely counts as an up for me. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, relax, 214. KG is 36, has AARP. That's right. Relax. Mm-hmm. Relax. You're doing a lot. Doing he, a lot. He loved him, the senior special, the early bird special. Early bird gets the worm, I heard. When do you eat dinner? Like, if you if if it's an optimal day, you know, you're not, like, doing crazy work things. Yeah. Dinner what time? Like, early or later? 7.30-ish. Oh, yep. There it is. There it is. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I get work done with two my jobs, so I can't be out here just, you know. Hey, let's go get dinner at nine o'clock, half off appetizers at Applebee's. No, I gotta go to sleep, bro. You notice that his his idea of like a big fun night is half off appetizers at hey, Applebee's. Hey, you get a kid and a wife and see what that does to your budget and what is happy time when it comes to dinner time for you and your family, brother. If I get a kid and a wife, there will be no budget. <laughs> It'll be gone. It'll be all gone. There's nothing. There's barely anything now. Hey, you go find that chili sometimes at Applebee's. You know, you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Uh, y'all remember bird flu? It was discovered in Scotland in 2006. Y'all remember how we, we were losing our minds behind bird flu? Bird flu. Swine flu. Swine flu came through, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yikes. Yeah. And then we got... 2020, 2020, right? Like, we didn't even know what we had. I bet y'all wish y'all could go back to bird flu. Or just how about none of it? I mean, that? that's that's fair. That, that'd be that's a fair <laughs> point. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, from the 817, my kid, four years old, she got an iPhone 7 her grandpa gave her with the Spider-Man case on. Oh, she living large. Oh, shout out to y'all. Yeah, she doing, she doing it well. That's nice. That's real nice. <laughs> from the 940, my daughter was born in September 2006. I had just recovered from the mass final loss. Sorry. This this is... And congratulations. All, yes, also, yes. congratulations to baby girl, who yes. is not, not very much of a baby anymore. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, somebody said they were working at Sports Authority, which is no longer around. Yep, that's a great point. 2006, Chamillionaire. Yeah. Shout out to Houston. What's mm-hmm, happening? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, how about mm-hmm. this? In 2006, Italy won the uh, World Cup in Germany. Do you remember who they beat? The 06 final? Mm-hmm. Was that Brazil? Nope. There's a very particular reason why one might remember this. There was a very eventful Oh, oh, Zinedine Zidane right. headbutting the hell out of whomever that was. I forgot who it was, but he got thrown out of the final. <laughs> he headbutted at uh, Matarazzi. I'll never forget the image. It was such an amazing image. Someone had caught a picture of him walking past the World Cup trophy as he got kicked out of the game. And just the image of his, I think it's his head hanging down as he's walking past the trophy. Unforgettable image because of what Zinedine Zidane did that day. Clown. 
clown that day. So, uh, Materazzi um, was the Italian, where num- war number eight for Italy. Um, apparently, there was a little bit of a discussion before Zidane decided he was going to put his head through that man's chest. Uh huh. And apparently, according to Zidane, there had been a little bit of contact between them in the area. He had scored Francis' goal. Oh, sorry, this might be per Materazzi. Um, yeah, he said that they he had scored Francis' goal in the first half, and the Italian coach had told him to mark him, right, to guard him. After the first brush between them, he apologized, but he re- reacted badly. That's uh, Zidane. Mm-hmm. After the third clash, uh, Materazzi said he frowned and said, I'll give you my shirt later. And he said he'd rather have his sister than his shirt. And Zidane was like, oh, okay, that means I have to put my head through your chest. Like, okay. That's what you got to do. <laughs> That's what I, he's entirely right? vindicated. Like, in my you, 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 that, you have to do you that. You lucky I had to put my foot through your chest. Yeah, what you mean? Like, you have to do that. But in that game, at that moment, you can't. Now, if you want to put hands on afterwards, I'm going to come see you. Why but you? I get it, though. I, I get it because that that's that's we 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 got to throw down, yeah. I, I get it. Sorry to that man. So yeah, sorry. Just remember, man. all these things happened in 2006, which was the year, the last time that the Sacramento Kings had made the NBA playoffs. Until now, actually, one more thing. One more thing. Uh-huh. I, I got to remember this. This is this is a fun one. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, Vitaly Potapenko. Does that sound familiar at all? Vitaly Potapenko. It's not a boxer, is it? No, it's a basketball player, and he was oh, the last right. Kings player to make a field goal in a playoff game. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Shout out to the Kings. Or, sorry, the Kings for making the playoffs. South Lake Carroll won a state championship in 06 with Todd Dodge. Shout out to them. Oh, to 2006. By the way, what was, we were talking about this in the car, in the car on the way here. Um, high School Musical. Wasn't that in 06 as well? I have no idea. Somebody check that for me. Shout out to Vanessa Hudgens and all those people who are like 35 years old playing 18-year-olds. You know, in that movie. Whatever. Oh, yeah. 2006 is when Pluto. I meant to mention this. Thank you, Swaggy Beauty, for reminding me. 2006 is when Pluto ceased becoming, ceased to be a consider planet? a planet. Yeah. Huh. It's that long. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.